Take a look up at the sky on our side Why? Might as well Might as well What's up, y'all? Uh, my name is Craig, and this is my brother Colin. And uh, this is the Epiphany Show. Um, welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. As usual, we got our few announcements in the beginning. Um, one, if you watched the last one, thank you. We've heard some good feedback on that, and just really some people reaching out and encouraging us and mm -hmm. everything that we're doing. So thank you for that. Um, just going forward, we're, we've kind of been in a little slump lately. We've realized, you know, we're not really super prepared in the beginning and kind of just, you know, throwing together, but we really want to be professional about it. We really want to actually do this and, um, pursue it. So we're going to definitely hop back on our game and, um, get a real schedule set out for our guests that we have. I know we've been teasing guests for a while now and we actually really want to reach out to them and make sure that they can do it, yeah. um, on certain dates. And yeah, it's going to be, you know, back getting back to our topics and all that kind of stuff. So thanks for bearing with us these past two weeks. Um, this week's going to be similar. We're kind of just going to a little part two of last time, kind of see where how things have gotten better, gotten worse. And yeah. And to speak to that, I, uh, I, I know for myself, uh, for the past month and a half, I hadn't had a job and I just started kind of feeling depressed and, um, my heart just really wasn't as in it um i think as i am a new hiree at apple <laughs> gotta get that plug in there you know <laughs> um i'll be a, a, a lot more invested and more focused and just like uh more joy filled to be here and also some of you guys watching know that i was struggling with girls and just like um controlling oh, my own desires um, and I came up front about that, but I haven't done that on this podcast here. So if you are just hearing this for the first time, I think a big part of it was me not feeling like I was living what I was saying. And I got to come out and apologize um, for that and be honest with you guys, because as we've always said, neither of us are perfect. That's why we speak to these things um, and don't ever try to act like we know anything or everything. So if you guys could be praying about that and praying for this podcast and praying that God would direct it, that would be awesome. So with that. Yeah. I mean, I want to get behind you on that as well, because we both know I was right there with you. So I'll be honest as well. You know, I'm not the saint in this relationship, but um, yeah. But going back to that, I did want to pray before the podcast. You want to do that? Yeah, well? please. All right. Um, God, I just thank you for this time we have together. God, I thank you just for the opportunities and experiences you give us. Um, I just be convicted just about not blessing this podcast before we start it. So we just want to do that right now. Um, I pray that you give us the words to speak and just give us um, just what you want us to say and let it come out articulately and the way you want and in your will. Um, Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Anyways. Um, yeah. So just kind of continuing on last week, we just talked about how most of us were struggling to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say I'm in a lot better position than I was last. Me we, too. Did we do it Tuesday or Monday? I don't know. Whatever day we did it. Yeah. Um, I'll just speak to that a little bit. I, I went to a retreat this past weekend um, for a organization I'm in. It's called Pulse 100. It's for evangelism training and all that kind of stuff. So I just feel really filled up 
and encouraged by the people who I met and the speakers that I got to hear. And I know that, you know, my well-being and faith isn't based on experiences and um, conferences, but it is it is also good to, you know, have a jump start every once in a while. So I'll get, you know, a little more into that as we go on in the podcast. Um, but yeah, so me, I'm doing a lot better. I don't know. How, do you, how are you feeling? This past week has been awesome. Um, just like spiritually feeling light, like, you know, I have times maybe of stress, but as far as, you know, coming forward and mm-hmm. getting that stuff off of like, I was just carrying a burden of like, feeling two-faced and like coming out and being, being straightforward. Uh, I took power away from the enemy. So, um, yeah. And I had my first day at Apple yesterday that really boosted my confidence. I was really feeling super lazy, not having a job. So, uh, it's good to be back and then have some steady income coming in. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the podcast. I'm excited for music. I'm excited for, uh, both of our lives and just general. You weren't feeling lazy, bro. You were lazy. <laughs> <laughs> that part. <laughs> anyway, hey, and if we get a workout in this week, bro, that'll not happen. It'll yeah, come. Um, yeah, I think. I think what I'm realizing is it's it's cool to get in front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never, I don't want to say never, most of the times in my life, I have not gotten in front of it. And it's like, wow, I'm feeling, you know, this way and I'm feeling depressed or whatever. And I just spiral and I keep going in that. And I, and I almost use it as like, all right, this is my license to do whatever I want, you know, yeah. and to not do that um, in my life and to pursue better and to try to change it and be honest with people. Um, is just such a beautiful experience and just such a area I've seen growth. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just happy that I've had that and, um, God's giving me that, you know, he's letting me see, um, where I'm struggling. He's letting me see how I can do better and all those things. So it's beautiful. Yeah. And, and I was, uh, I was on my break yesterday and I listened to this David Wilkerson sermon, uh, I don't remember the title, but super good. We can post a link in the description, but it talked about, um, how he knew this woman and, uh, she would be like conversating with him. And then he said half of the time she'd be conversating with someone else, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a physical person. It was the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. who she was talking to. And she, t- she spoke to him like he was there, like he was real, like she could touch him, like she could feel him. And I was like, I want that kind of faith. Mm -hmm. So one thing I'm trying to work on practicing is like speaking to Christ like he is a real person because he is. And if we're Christians, we believe that. Now it's hard because we may not have been able to touch him or like feel him physically, but I've seen him in the spiritual and I've seen him work wonders in my life and my parents' life, uh, your life. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I've just seen him. So um, that's one thing I'm really trying to rely on is like, really having a, a relational relationship with me in Christ and the Holy Spirit and God. And I think uh, that'll keep me out of a lot of, a lot, a lot of harm um, and destruction that I myself, by myself, would bring myself into. Yeah. I mean, I talked about that a little bit um, on the last podcast, just about how I've been really experimenting and honestly just praying a conversation. You know, I'm not... Mm-hmm not doing this like, you know, our father in heaven type thing. You know what I mean? I'm really just like, Hey, this is how I feel. And just to, uh, to speak to that point, it's really 
a lot more beneficial, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody, you know, everybody has better ways for each other. So I'm not going to say my way is best for you. But for me, it's been very beneficial because I can just talk and be honest. And the things that come out, um, I think, are more honest, like I said last time. So that's just a much better way for me to pray, especially. And I would challenge you guys to try it. You know, maybe it's not your thing, but maybe it is. And you can kind of figure that out for yourself, you know? Yep. Yeah. And I, I think you'll see um, a difference in the way you act and react to things. Um, and, and, and another thing that he said is that we love to, he said, there's nothing wrong with this by itself, but um, running to to man with our problems, mm-hmm. putting so much trust in man. Like if I'm struggling, yeah. like I just want to go and call you or like mm-hmm. call Connor or whatever it is. But like, why don't we call on the Holy Spirit? Do we yeah. not like believe that he can act or work? And I remember, uh, and he was like, if you speak to the Holy Spirit, he will speak to you back. Yep. Um, and he will lead you in the way that you should go. And I was thinking like, cause he was like, you, uh, some of you have experienced this. And I was like thinking like, yeah, back when I was at my old job, I hated that job. I hated going to it. And I remember I was like looking in front of the job. I had interviewed with Apple. They didn't hire me or I, I my availability just didn't work. And, uh, I was thinking about Quentin and I remember hearing that voice, like, do you trust me? Mm-hmm. Like, do you trust me? Like, I know you're not going to be here forever. But do you know that? Or do you trust that? Do you trust that I will bring you into a better place when I see fit? Like there's things that you need to do here. And I remember I started walking in that, that voice of like, okay, God said, trust him. I'm going to trust him. Mm-hmm. Stop throwing a fit about this. And then I got laid off like two weeks later and I was like, I took that as like, yeah, like this is God opening a door. Then I didn't feel bad about it. I was like actually really overjoyed. And now to see where he brought me is like super cool. So now that I've seen that, I need to trust that in everything, whether it's financial or like familial uh, or family life or friendships, relations, mm-hmm. whatever it is. He's in the midst and he has a plan and it may not be what we envision, but like it'll be really cool. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a verse for you that I was actually meditating on yesterday. Um, it's Hebrews eleven six, And without faith... <laughs> That's crazy. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Hebrews 11, 6. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Yeah. Seeking you shall find. Exactly. For real. I think for me, it was just such a beautiful um, verse, just highlighting that he wants to be in relationship with us. You know, we got to press into him. And I go back to my analogy that I used last week, you know, it's just like a relationship. You, It's a two-way street and he's always reaching his hand out. He's always there for you. We have to reach out and seek him mm-hmm. and he'll um, just help us or you know, answer our prayers or whatever that looks like, you know, maybe it won't be the way that exactly that we want, but he will, he's faithful. Um, so yeah, I think that's just something, uh, I've been working on too, as well as just having faith in him and trusting him. And like you said, calling on him at all times. Yeah. And Matthew talks about that too, of like, um, if a child asked his father or knocked on a door and asked for bread and gave him a, a stone or something like mm-hmm. that, a serpent, a scorpion. Um, 
Oh, I was talking about good gifts, but like if your heavenly father can give you good gifts mm-hmm. or your earthly father can give you good gifts, how much better would your heavenly father be gifting you? Yep. So yeah, again, if we put so much trust in man, why don't we put that much trust in God? Exactly. Yep. Um, question for you. Um, so I, like I said, I was at a conference um, retreat this weekend and it was really pointed in um towards evangelism and all that kind of stuff um maybe maybe speak to what that looks like in your life or if you have any experience with that evangelism Mm -hmm. um well when i was young i went to a school named hope academy and that was something that we went out and did in downtown in south minneapolis i really enjoyed it i loved it um there were some crazy experiences i'm not going to say of like being necessarily saved but like walking in complete confidence that mm-hmm. like god was with me at that point yep uh i remember there was a guy who was foaming at the mouth i don't know if he was on drugs or what but I remember being like 12 or 13 and like going up to this guy and he was like if i remember right he was angry and didn't want to hear anything we had this little like i think it was just like the uh like matthew mark and luke and john the gospels mm-hmm. that we were handing out and uh Oh man, I can't remember exactly what happened with that situation, but I remember we prayed over him and I'm, I believe he took it and just like little things like that. It was just super cool. And, uh, then I kind of, you know, fell back and didn't do much of that. But now I would say, um, a lot of people think as like an evangelist, you were like, you have to be overseas or you have to mm-hmm. like, no, like you can be an evangelist, like to your neighbor. For sure. You, know, you can evangelize to your friend. It's not, what is it? it? Go and share the good news. Um, it calls okay. us to go and spread the gospel across the world. Yeah. And like people always think that they have to go to another country. Do we not see how dark and screwed up America is? Mm-hmm. Like go on any street. You'll probably meet a drug addict or like go downtown and you'll meet all sorts of stuff or go to like these protests and pray against that or pr- pray for those people there or whatnot. You can like preach to your neighbor. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think, uh, people have a skewed, um, view of what evangelism really is. I think, again, I think people just think it's so out there that they can't do it. Um, now there is that there is going overseas and sharing people in Africa or Asia or whatnot, but like, there's also yeah, right here and right now mm-hmm. your immediate bubble. Yeah, for sure. And that was something we really focused on is just how, um, the big thing I really got out of it was evangelism evangelism really is a mindset. Mm -hmm. It's just going out and you love the good news. You love God, you love the gospel. So you want to share it with other people. You can't help but share it to other people. And um, that's what I've realized is that I really lacked in that. Um, It's definitely something I wanted to grow in. That's why I joined this um, organization, but it's just, this past weekend, I really experienced, experimented with it a lot. And it was just like, I feel like that was a big part of why I'm doing better is because, you know, it's it's almost like, you know, when you help people, you just feel better, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not even the fact that I was doing it, you know, to feel better. It was just the fact that I was doing it. That was just like, you know, I, I mean, I didn't personally um, lead anyone to Christ this weekend, but it was just like being able to pray over people and being able to talk to people just really um filled up my soul and made me feel um kind of a lot better about a lot of things and 
it's something that, like I said, I've struggled with or not even struggled with, just not really done. But like you said, it, it can be so easy. It doesn't yeah. have to be this big thing. I really, literally, all you got to do is, I mean, if I, if, I mean, you know me, I don't really go up to people, but I mean, if you can go up to a girl and ask for her number, bro, you can go up to someone and tell them about Jesus. For real. That was the thing I realized. It's like, I mean, it's different, but it is no different. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one thing with that, that's a good point, because if you can do that, you should be able to do this, is like... One thing I, sh- I will say I've struggled more with in the past, but still sometimes feel weird about is, and this is something I got to deal with the Lord on, but like I used to like be, I, I used to be able to bump like a little Dirk, mm-hmm. like bump it. Right. Yeah. But like, if you bump Christian music, <laughs> you pull up and you park yeah. next to someone like, man, what do they me think too. about me? But you feel cool when you got the little Dirk, a little uh-huh. baby, like you make sure yeah. you're hearing this. Right. But then when you got the Christian music, it feels weird. So what, there's something there that's weird, like, and it's probably the way you've trained your mind. So that's what the renewing comes in. But uh, I'm working on being renewed of like, like unashamed with being unashamed while like bumping some Christian music or whatever it may be, you know? I mean, I'll keep it a buck with you, bro. Nobody's hearing your music at your Kia song. <laughs> quiet. Hey, when I, when I had a Chevy Malibu with the bows, though, all right, all you right. know, I had some shows. They was bumping. All right, I hear you. But with the Kia song, you're right, bro. You're right. <laughs> you said riding around in that Kia song. <laughs> nah, yeah, that's, yeah, I feel that too, though. It's just like yeah. you get the... It's backwards, bro. Yeah, bro. You it's feel like, ashamed. I, why? Why do I feel ashamed of the gospel? It doesn't make sense, yeah. you know. Um, but I'm starting to grow out of that. For I've sure. realized, um, and I think the more you grow closer to God, the more you love God, the more that you grow out of that. You yeah, know what I mean, like fear of man. Yeah, and you realize this place, this temporary here. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you're doing it for their long term your eternity yeah you're doing it for their eternal life so it's like it's almost selfish to not it is very selfish it's very selfish and like i mean yeah Yeah. you can you can not everybody's gonna look at it that way but that's the way i saw it it was like dang i'm really just holding this for myself yeah i mean you gotta view it as love like Mm -hmm. what does loving really look like is it loving to like if you saw someone about to go into a okay okay so this is the way it could be is like a, a earthly father. He sees his kid about to walk in front of a car. Mm-hmm. What does he do really quick? Reacts. Yep. And it may seem like anger or like mm-hmm. fear or whatnot, but he's like, get out get of the way. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, that's what we have to do or God does for us. It's like, yeah. it's a justified, like, w- like, what is the word concern mm-hmm. for that person? Like the person that you love, it may mm-hmm. not be like, Oh, come on, honey, get out. No, it's a, it's an urgency. Like yeah. get out, get out of the way of the bus. That's about mm-hmm. to hit you. Right. Yeah. So there's that. Um, where was I going with that? What were you saying? <laughs> Trick. I don't know. <laughs> no, but that's, that's really good yeah. for sure. And I feel like if it's a gen, uh, a, what's it, general, not general, genuine, genuine yeah, yeah, concern. Yeah. Um, then it's a lot because that's because that's the thing for me that I struggle with is I also felt like evangelism was almost like I'm just like a sales sales yeah. guy. I'm trying to sell you something. But it's not that if you really care about them and you really go into it wanting to save their life and not not on some hero complex, yeah. but like on some eternal life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then it's a lot more beneficial than just like like you said, you know, not having any urgency to it and just realizing that, oh. You know, they go where they go, you yeah. know, and that's where I think it 
the selfishness comes out just in keeping it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I do struggle with that because, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm, a, I'm afraid because I, I think like pretty much everyone I talk to, Jesus comes up. And I think that's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like uh, I do think there's some sort of um, uncomfortability where it's like, I don't want to feel like I'm forcing it to you or like shoving it down your throat, but I'll throw it in there. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I've seen. And that's, yeah, that's what you okay. can do. You it's planting it. a seed. Yeah. The the day, yeah. And you know they'll I mean? hear it. And that's all you can do because you cannot sell it to someone. Like they have to have the ears to mm-hmm. hear, right? Like it could fall on deaf ears. And there's the parable of that, the seed mm-hmm. and whatever rot or ground it falls on. But yeah, it's literally up to you to just like plant it. And I think everyone has a different way. I think there are some, um, hellfire and brimstone preachers yeah. who get the message across. And I think there's, People who, um, or I'm not going to even make it a kind or unkind thing, but like more soft spoken with it all and can reach people that way. Um, But I do think that people do like to leave out the fact that there is a heaven and hell sometimes. And I think that's very important. Not that you should be walking in fear, but it does say walk out your faith with fear and trembling. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's more of a reverence. It's not like a Oh, I'm afraid of you guys. Yeah, I don't think it's as much heaven or hell. I think it's just the the real um what's the word? The real um just all encompassing part of sin. You know, they leave out how sin is so detrimental to yeah. um your faith because if you're just you know, you can accept God in your heart. Um, but if you're just continuing in your sin, then that's I think that's where the issue is. Um and I think that's where you know you get into prosperity gospel and a lot of a lot of American gospels and churches leave that out. You know, it's just like, oh, you know, we don't talk about sin, you know, we just talk about all the good things in yeah. the gospel and all that. So. Yeah, which is very unhelpful. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. Um so I think we just need to be very honest and speak the truth in love, as it says in the way that we do share the gospel because you don't, you also don't want to lead people to the, the wrong gospel. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. Let's uh, move on. You were struggling with girls a little bit. You want to maybe get into that and what um, your efforts to do better in that look like? Yeah. Um, I don't have social media anymore mm. um, for the time being. I don't know how long that will last. And um, that more so, I wouldn't even say, I mean, I think a big part of it had to do with the girls, uh, just cause you know, there's a lot less on my phone, um, because of that, but also just because I felt like I was more, uh, using it to promote self, um, and not trusting in God's plan for my life. So I had a good talk with one of my brothers, Mike. Um, who just said, do you really trust that God has a plan and that this is his world and all these algorithms are in his control also. So if you want someone to hear your song, they'll hear your song. Um, so I am walking in trust in that way. I deleted numbers of girls that I would normally hit up, um, if I felt lonely or whatnot. And then I'm just walking serious in the purity group, um, that I'm in at Grace Church and, uh, practicing like reaching out to them and just having conversations and seeing where they're at and where I'm at. And, uh, yeah, trying to just stay connected to community and, um, 
spend a lot more time being homebody too, just kind of chilling. Because I felt like the past year I was just running around and I still run around a lot, but um, I'm not in such a rut. I don't always feel like I need to be somewhere now. Like I'm kind of just doing my thing. And if I feel led to be somewhere, I'll be there. But I think it's good to give yourself some rest too. That's one thing I hardly ever learned to practice. So I'm trying to learn now. Yeah. Um, same for me. I just, you know, like I said, I'm right there with you in that struggle. And for me, it's just been surret- a, a big, okay. A big revelation I had this weekend was I was, you know, we had, we had one of those nights, you know, where they do the worship and, you know, they really like try to, you know, what's your big takeaway, you know? And, yeah. and it was really powerful. I'm not going to say that, but I was sitting there thinking, you know, what, what is next? You know, what can I do, God? What, what, um, what should the rest of everything look like? And what he really just put onto my mind is all he wants me to do is just surrender right now. Um, just continue to surrender right now. And whatever that looks like, just continue to do that. And what he wants me to do and his will and all, everything else will come with it. Yeah. So for me, I mean, honestly, that's just related to my struggle with women. It's just like, just surrender myself, mm-hmm. um, offer myself as a living sacrifice, as it says. And, you know, yeah, I want it right now, but that's, it's not, I don't get it. You know what I mean? And I realize that and God is sustaining me in that right now. And I'm thankful for that. Um, not to say that temptations will never come again, but I just know that, okay, I can do right now. And then and as I continue to do that. I mean, it's because that's, that's how I got out of my addiction, honestly, like my um, drug addiction when yeah. I realized that, you know, I don't, because the big thing for me was I hated, literally, I hated the fact that it was like, wow, I'm never going to smoke weed again. Yeah. And it's like, that was just so daunting to me. It was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to think like that. But now it's like, okay, well, I'm just not going to do it today. Yeah. And I'm not going to do it the next day and yeah. the next day. And then it just, it's gets easier yeah and yeah temptations come up but that's again you just in that moment you say no and right now i'm in doing really well at that and i'm thankful for that but you know i don't i don't know what the future holds but i do trust god and i do trust that he is faithful to um help me through those temptations so yeah i think for both of us it's been we're doing better and happy that i can talk about it in this kind of space you know what i mean yeah like and feel safe. Yeah, like we don't have to sit here and hide it. I feel like, I mean, even low key in the past couple episodes before the last one, we kind of were hiding it, honestly. And not not hiding in the fact that we were like um, talking about it or not talking about it in a way that we weren't doing it. But I, I think, cause I, I'm definitely still, even now I'm very like, like I had a friend who was like, why don't you do a, a episode on relationships? And I'm just like, to be honest, I'm just not there yet. Yep. Not that not that I don't have anything to say about it and not that I just don't feel qualified to speak yet and I feel like I need to get my ducks in a row and see healthy relationship before I can release a podcast to everyone about relationships. Same thing for like sex. I'm not going to, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about it. I'll mention it, but I'm not going to do a whole thing on it because I'm not perfect in that and not to say I ever will be perfect, but I'm not where I want to be mature, mature enough. Yeah. yeah. So that's one of those things that, again, just us being honest and um, just giving you guys our true selves, you know? Um, another thing we, 
we focus on this weekend was integrity and what that looks like. And I think that this is something that is making me grow a lot in integrity because I really have to think about what I say and I really have to know that what I'm saying is who I am because, you know, I... I talk to most of you people who watch this, like you see me day to day and it's like, wow, he has this podcast where he's talking about Jesus and evangelism and this and that. And, oh, he's out partying. You know what I mean? It's like, doesn't add up, you know? And and my mom even, um, just after something that happened, but she kind of called me out on that. It's like, hey, you are putting yourself in a higher standard than most people. You got to realize that if you are going to sit here and speak on a podcast about your relationship with Jesus and your struggles, you're going to have to, you're going to have to walk the walk. You know what I mean? You can't just talk the talk. So yeah, that's something I also am trying to grow in a lot. And it's, it's a learning process, you know, for both of us, we're both young and doing this, you know, we're what, seven episodes in. So we don't expect to be perfect, but yeah, I think that it's something that we both need to be vigilant about for sure. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Not give you that watered down. Mm-hmm. Um, question for you. Uh, we talked about this in the first podcast, but we really haven't come back to it. Um, I know you've just um, done a few songs that you really like. How, how mm-hmm. is music coming? You know, how, <laughs> what is that looking like? And yeah, any updates for the watchers? Uh, music is good, and uh, we may be updating the intro. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, as I spoke on before with the. Um, the Instagram and Snapchat and all that of like just really learning to trust. Like I'm, I'm in a season now where I'm just kind of cut off, but I'm creating and I feel really creative. And uh, I feel like the past couple of songs I've made are really good and I'm super excited for them. Um, I just think God has me right where he wants me every now and again, he gets me off socials. I've spoken on that before. Um, I don't know how long this stint will last, but I just really am in a place of trust of like, you know, I recognize my talent there, but I know I have talents elsewhere. And it's mm-hmm. like, uh, maybe I shouldn't put all my eggs in one basket. I can do whatever God calls me to do. And I can do that to the best of my ability. And uh, another thing is I've, I've known for so long, like I recognize what that industry is and what it is about. And it is that really something I want to be a part of? Or do I want to be truly independent well, that's going to take like money elsewhere yep. besides getting a deal, which is owed back. Then I better find a job that like pays decent. And then I can, I don't have to depend on some industry to give me a, to cut me a check so that mm-hmm. I can succeed. Um, and then also I was talking to Sean, shout out to you. Um, success is very subjective. Like what does success truly mean? You can be successful um, and not be famous. Yeah. You can be successful and not rich. Um, so like, I think I'm in a place of like figuring like, what do I really want? And like, what does God actually want? Um, maybe he doesn't want me there. Maybe he does. And maybe it happens in five months and maybe it happens in five years. I don't know. Um, but I'm just kind of comfortable in whatever situation I'm placed. Um, I think I'll be really happy at Apple for now. And I'm also trying to, uh, learn how to code. So, um, yeah, just trying to use my talents and, uh, spread them around and then, yeah. Yeah. Um, just to that last point you said, you know, maybe God doesn't want you there. Question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that you glorify God with your music? I do, but I think, and my mentor would tell me, 
a lot of it is about myself. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I don't really know how to sing for Jesus yet. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I could go up on a worship stage mm-hmm. because I think a lot of those songs I haven't found to be true for myself yet. Yeah. Really, honestly. Uh, but I do, I do believe that like Christ is the focus uh, on whatever topic I'm talking about. Um, like as in like a lot of it is just where I was and where God has brought me and where I am now. Uh, I don't think cr- Christian music has to be all happy and happy. Yeah. For praise worship. For sure. I think it could be like, Hey, I feel like killing myself. Mm-hmm. Um, God, would you take these thoughts away? And that's a prayer. Yeah. I think a lot of my songs are prayers, honestly, whether it starts with dear God or not. Uh, I really do think they're my spirit crying out to God and, um, I think he's glorified in that because I, I keep him on my mind. I mean, I, it's kind of crazy. Like I just can't wake up without thinking about him and I go to sleep like thinking about him. Mm-hmm. Like he is constantly on my mind. Now I think there's going to be a huge process of sanctif- sanctification in the music. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll look back five years from now and be like, man, like I was kind of sad back mm-hmm. then. But like, this is just what it is. It's a yeah. chapter of life. So so yeah, I would just say to that, I mean, if you, like you said, it's a process of sanctification. If you believe that you do really have Christ at the center of it and you can glorify it, you know, obviously, yeah, mm-hmm. like you said, you can grow in it. But I really do think, because we talked about this today, at, uh, actually at work today, I really do think that is, it's not so much that that won't be in the will of God. I think it is in the will of God if you can do that. Um, I don't think you need to worry about God like, hey, you know, this isn't for you. I think yeah. it's for you. If you love it yeah. and then you can glorify God in it and you, can, and you are walking out your sanctification through your music, it is for you. Yeah. And I think that's something you need to realize is that God's not going to take that away from you. I don't think he is as long as you're doing what you're doing. Good with it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that's just an encouragement for you just to realize that this is it. If you love it, this is it. Yeah. And I, I do agree and I see it. Um. I just sometimes think that like I can deceive myself mm-hmm. almost. And I've, uh, you know, I, and this is something I need to deal with God on too, is cause I'm like double-minded in some sense of like, uh, oh man, I don't, I don't really know how to put it into words. Uh, I could maybe write a song about it, but like, just, it was like, I don't know. I just have this fear all the time of like loss of like whether it's loss of life whether it's mm-hmm. loss of friends whether it's like loss of family um that god is just gonna strip everything away from me like and i just see that so i think i try to like maintain a balance of like not getting too caught up in the fact that like i think i know something like i think i know this music is gonna work but there's a chance that like god just like strips it there's a chance that a stray bullet hits me in the throat. I survive it, but I lose my voice. You know, like I have these thoughts and like these visions of like, dang, like what if I got too caught up in this knowing and God just sat me down because he does that. Um, and it's weird because like I sometimes still have fear of life and I walked in that for long, but God has shown me two times that, hey, you don't need to be afraid. I'm here. And like, mm-hmm. if I wanted you to be with me, I would have let you be with me. But mm-hmm. hey, I just showed you that the path you were going down was wrong, sinful, and I humbled you real quick. And hopefully this is the last time. So I think there's like this kind of double whammy of like, I'm afraid to fully commit, but yet I'm also fully committed. I think that's trauma. 
Probably. From your last time. <laughs> Honestly, just going back to what yeah. we were talking about last time, I think it's just he did sit you down. Yeah. And I think you're just scared he's going to do it again. And like I said, if, you, if you're doing what you're doing with it correctly and in a way that loves him, bro, you're good. Yeah, I, know, I know it's easier said than done, yeah. said than done, but bro, you're good. He's not going to take it away from you if you love it because God wants you to do what you, you love. Yeah. As long as you can glorify him with it. He, he wants you to. Yeah. Realize and I that. and I want that. And I think I'm finding more joy in that too. Second question, uh, don't sugarcoat. If you were an outside listener, would you hear Christ in my music? Yeah, I would. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. I, th- I definitely, I think more so now too. Recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially in the past few, two songs you've shown me and all those for sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, I, it's weird because I was... The reason I called Sean is uh, I, I was listening to Melrose, my, mm-hmm. my first tape, but it has Lemonade on there and all that. And you can hear my early songs in there just talking about girls and drugs and da-da-da-da, early like 2019. Then God kind of just woke me up. This is before my crash or anything. God just kind of woke me up and you hear Lemonade. Mm-hmm. No cuss words. I had made a promise from then on like to not cuss. Mm-hmm. or I, I don't even want to say that because... I also heard something where it was like, if you felt strongly or strong enough or passionately about something, you may add something, mm-hmm. but I feel convicted in that. So yeah. I'm going to walk in that conviction, you know, <laughs> um, but you hear lemonade and then you hear like, uh, I don't know, like introvert or like more life. And those things you can hear like the sound developing as in like, I'm talking about something. I'm putting mm-hmm. more of like my life and like, you can just hear like I'm coming closer to my faith, but yet still wasn't living it. And then you do hear the recent stuff. You hear the st- stuff after my crash and it's like, okay, he's found a sound and like he's talking about this addiction. This is his huge topic of like, hey, like you don't need to live this way. I try living this way. This is what happened, right? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, as of now, I think since, especially since I came clean and I'm walking this out again, I think it's sanctification. And I sure. think I see that just like the the character development of like who Florence Mays is. And um, again, I'm just very futuristic. So it's like five years from now, I'm going to look back and be like, man, that's where I was. Mm-hmm. And like, who knows? Maybe something else happens and that shapes who I am. And, or of course it will shapes the music. And maybe it, I am a full blown worship artist. I don't know, but I do want to keep it so that even non-Christians can relate, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, always something I felt like with myself is like, man, I can't relate to like this. Uh, thank you, God, like singing Psalms and hymns. Like mm-hmm. it's beautiful, but like, can I say that is true for me? Or like, can I really connect to like, dang, I don't feel that. But like, I need to know that this is true. Mm-hmm. Right. So I want to put that in the music of like, Hey, these are my feelings, but like, I need to know what the Bible says about mm-hmm. this. Is it true because you say it or is it true because it's true though? It's true because it's true, but you have to know it is true. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you know it's true? I think I'm coming to know. I I think, uh, I think there's, I think there's days where I fully believe and there's days where I'm like, how could it? Yeah, I get it. It's hard posture for sure. Yeah. um, Yeah. I want to know what is true though. Yeah, but maybe, you know, I, I hate the, the term fake until you make it, but maybe just try it. Yeah. 
even because like I showed you that or didn't even show you probably heard before, but the the 10k by KB. Yep. I think that's just such a cool song where he like he takes like 10,000 remix or 10,000 reasons and remixes yeah. it, bro. Like, yeah. what if he did stuff like that? Like, I know. He threw in like old gospel samples, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, you could do some cool stuff. With I know that, bro, for sure. I know. Um, but what is this belief or this truth that we're talking on? Or is it just kind of vague? What do you mean? Like, is there a specific truth that you have in mind when you say, do you believe it just is true? The truth of the gospel. Truth, the of, truth the gospel. of the Bible. Yeah. I, and I like, I think I'm coming more into terms of like really realizing that Jesus is real. I can mm-hmm. talk to him. He was a real man. He, he was born uh, by a virgin. Like I do, these are things that I'm like, really like, you know, it's hard. So I'm like a virgin. really. Mm-hmm. Like we just say that, but do we think about that? Mm-hmm. How impossible that is, mm-hmm. but how miraculous it is also. Yeah. You actually, know, so like it's things where like you kind of have to, you almost have to get over logic mm-hmm. because 100%. it's not logical. Yeah. But that's, that's, uh, yeah. I, you know? I had a guy cause I was um, just talking to a guy, we were doing street evangelism and that was his thing. Mm-hmm. He brought up like, all right, because we were like, ask us any question. Yeah. We will, we'll, you know, we'll make you a Christian right now. You know, we came in arrogant. He's like, well, the virgin birth. But yeah. like, well, yeah. that one. Yeah, how do you, how but do that's you the thing. You got to realize God is a supernatural God. This is a supernatural faith. I know. So you need to believe in supernatural things. Yes. And that's yeah, just dude. the facts of the, of the, not even religion, of just Christianity. Yeah. You just, it's supernatural. It really and, is. And to that, I say pretty much this whole creation is like, a virgin birth almost because like i mean yeah like god was never no really but like uh, yeah, god was never it, created <laughs> yeah. and he will never die uh-huh. so really it all comes down to time and i don't want this to sound fake deep but time is a construct we use mm-hmm. it to get to work we use it to set a date for yeah. like our marriage or meet someone at caribou at 2 30 but like outside of this there is no time so if we can get past that that time is created then there's no beginning and there's no end. Mm-hmm. And he is the beginning and the end and the alpha and the omega. Dang, bro. That, that was good. That you was feel me? That's facts. where I'm at with it. Uh-huh. I'm like, time is not a thing, dude. Bro, a thousand, what is it? One day is a thousand years and a thousand years is one day. He says that. In time, time, yeah. So, so that's where I'm at. I believe, bro. Mm-hmm. I do. Now, the one thing that I struggle to believe, and I think this is probably why it's such a sad, well, maybe God's gifted me a sad, I don't know how that works. Cause that's not, I don't know if that's of him. I think sadness is an emotion, but to sit and wallow in it, I think is unhealthy, but it may, I mean, David was sad. It talks about mm-hmm. his uh, pillows Elijah being soaked with his tears. Too. Yeah. So, okay. I will say that then that I, he's given me that or allowed me to feel this in this season so that I can connect to people. Um, but I think I struggle with uh, salvation, but I, I notice that when I feel I'm doing well, I don't struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Like as of now, I feel confident that if I were to die, I'm living right. But if I'm struggling with the girls, hmm. I think you're just an Arminian, bro. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't even take it. But <laughs> like, honestly, you know, like it's it's almost just like, but then I, I have to go back and it's all these like verses of like, well, double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Was that me? But then it's like, well, he who began a good work and you will be sure to bring it to completion on the day of Jesus Whoa. Christ. So, Question. Yes. This is a dumb question. But do you believe you're sinful? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Then that's yeah. it. That's what yeah. I realized. It's okay. Yeah, maybe I folded in this area, but I'm a sinful person. Yeah. And yes, that doesn't give me license to keep doing it, Mm-mm. but I'm going to fail. Yeah. And I'm going to continue to fail. 
So it's like, I know you struggle with that. And it's like, like most things I say, it's easier said than done, but you're a sinful person. You're yeah. a human being. You're going to slip and fall. So like, it's almost, I don't want to call you out, but it's almost more prideful to say, oh, I'm, lo- I'm losing my, re- I'm losing my salvation yeah. now because my it sin is. is too big. Yeah, I know. You it know what is I mean? complete pride. I know yeah. that. That's something me and Josiah talked about. Like, you see your sin greater than like our God? Yeah, exactly. Really? And, and so that's what I say is like, I think it's, I'm, my life is, or my faith has been a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I think it's on the up right now. I think getting rid of that, again, that burden and giving it to God and saying, yeah. Hey, I, I surrender mm-hmm. is completely given me a sense of power this week where I like, man, like I, I just see the good, mm-hmm. right? Because a non-Christian or non-believer, someone without the Holy Spirit wouldn't have conviction, yeah. wouldn't care. So there's times where I can view myself from an outside perspective and be like, yeah, I see, I do see the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. operating. But then when I'm stuck in that season of life where I'm struggling with things, yep. it's like I don't see how I could be saved. Yeah. Because would a Holy Spirit do this? Well, then you're just grieving the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean God won't sit you down. Yeah, but but then he brings you out of that. Yes. And I think and he does that to, to show you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you were, how dark it was. Yeah, and it's like okay, yeah, I was in that season. I was just in that season, but I'm on the other side. Yes, God, you are good. Yeah. You do care for me. You will uh, pull me out of the, what is yeah. it, out of the muck and the mire. Like, yeah. I believe that more than ever right now because last week I was struggling. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. It continues to do that. And yeah. it's going to always happen because, and I'm always going to be like, dang, I don't feel close to God. Yeah. And now you're feeling, are your feelings true? Uh huh. Yeah. And then you come out on the other side and it's like, yes, yeah. you are so yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, God. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be that for the rest of my life. And it's just the way it goes. Yeah. We're sinful humans. It's the way and, it goes. Yeah. And, and back to the music, these are things that I want to speak on. Like if God would just give me the words to articulate them or, speak them in a way that people can understand i'd love to be able to speak from that perspective and Mm -hmm. i think he's done that with the drugs i think he'll do it with the sex i think he'll do it with the finances i think he'll do it with everything it's like it just may take time but i just don't hear a lot of that Mm -hmm. and i i would love to be someone who could like i don't know like be used as a vessel for that so that some kid can just hear and be like man like I'm dealing with that too, mm-hmm. you know? And, but what's the answer? Christ. Yeah. Right. For sure. And I want to be so unashamed, bro. Like that was Lecrae's big thing for so long. 116, unashamed. I've seen him fall into shame. Uh, I can't speak on where he is spiritually, but like just like in interviews, like not wanting to be called a Christian rapper, things like that, where it's like, why do you care? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and Lecrae, if you're hearing this, sorry, dude. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> no, nah, like I want to be a guy who is just so like bold and like if they ever allowed me on an interview platform, mm-hmm. knowing my beliefs, probably not. If they ever did, I just want to be like the guy who can get that point across without like having to start like a full blown argument. And if there is an argument, know how to handle myself in that and to stand up for the gospel. Mm-hmm. Not that the gospel needs me to stand up for it, but like I should be able to, you know, and like not be afraid of the world hating me or anything like that yeah um maybe just one last question for you i was just thinking this do you pray over your music no you should do actually that. you know what 
I, I don't pray over my music, but there there's the times when I'm in the studio or uh, where I'll pray like that God would give me words to say, or mm-hmm. like maybe if I feel stuck somewhere, I'll go and take a break, take mm-hmm. a walk, go watch a show or something like that. Um, and then come back to it and I'll pray that he'll give me the words to say, or like help me to finish mm-hmm. the song. Yeah. But you no. should maybe try that. Like, you're right. God, I pray that like this will reach the ears that it needs to reach. Not, yeah, yeah. I don't do that. No. And what it, like, I hardly ever pray about me, my music. I'm not going to, I don't pray for success. I feel like that would be so cool. I feel like, like, I mean, yeah, there's just power in prayer. There, there is. At the end of the day. And like, yeah, maybe not to say that it'll reach more ears because you do yeah. that, but you know, maybe it'll reach that person that you want to be reaching. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I think I'm gonna start doing that too. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna throw you in my prayers. <laughs> Not that I don't pray for you, but <laughs> yeah. no, you're okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever. Even when I like pray at night before bed, I I hardly, maybe like under ten times, probably in my life, have mm-hmm. I prayed like, God, would you like bless my music, or would you let it reach these ears, or would you like? I don't pray about it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know why. I should though. What's your assignment for this week? I will every single day. I will because I'm trying. To, I'm trying to build up a. I want. I'm trying to be a prayer warrior, bro. Like, Me too, bro. And not just a man of like many words. You know, mm-hmm. like, like, like I said, session, I'm reading that book of like, like it's praying through the Bible, mm-hmm. and it's literally praying line by line. And that's you'll never run out of things to say. And I haven't practiced. Oh, I practiced mm-hmm. it with a psalm, but I haven't. It hasn't been a daily practice. It's like, yeah, I think there's some spiritual battle going on there. It's like you should pray, hearing that little voice. I'm like, I don't want to pray right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, or you should read your Bible. I, don't I do. I get that too. Yeah, but it's like once you just do it, you feel way better. And then when the fact you keep just doing it, that little voice goes away. Gets yeah. at least gets quieter and quieter till you just do it. Yeah. So it's just it's not, like I anything. Don't even want to say habit, but yeah, habit, I mean it really is a it's good like anything. habit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> You're right, bro. Um, should call it there. Yeah. No, that's good. That was very good. Nice little forty nine er. Yeah. End it right on fifty. Um. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in. Dang, I got like progressively farther as the <laughs> podcast went on. Uh. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Um. I'll try to get this edited and out by uh, Wednesday, but we'll see. That's tomorrow. Um. Yeah. Uh. Anything you gotta say? Uh. No. But be lo- if you made it to the end. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I feel like this conversation was very good. I didn't feel anxious at all. Mm-hmm. That could be because of seven, six episodes before this of experience, or it could be because we got some things off our chest. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope it keeps um, feeling this way. Um, and also what, or yeah, uh, I'm going to leave that David Wilkerson sermon in the description. I'll send yeah. it to him. Sounds good. It's a good word. Well, yeah, again, last time. Thank you. Uh, you guys have a, a blessed day. Love, peace. Take a look up at the sky on our side. Why? Might as well. Might as well.